the average school district is spending a huge amount of money on textbooks. Is that the best way to deliver content for today's kids? Unless we start using the tools of today, we're never going to get to 21st century learning. If we wake up in 18 months and can't tell how we've used the money to really uh, position ourselves better, well, well, shame on us. Hello, and welcome to ASBO Radio. I'm John Musso. Key, thanks for being with us today. What are the major opportunities for school districts who want to take advantage of the ERA funds in the technology area? I think the good news is that after several years of declining federal support for technology, the ARRA Act, in fact, identifies that technology is a way to get to sort of 21st century learning. And they have taken the Title IId Enhancing Education Through Technology. That's the core program that was created under No Child Left Behind. You probably recall over the last few years that it had gone from a high of about $700 million a year down to $500 million, and then the last Three years, it's been at about $270 million on a, a steep slope downward. In the ARRA legislation, they invested $650 million into it over the next 18 months. So that brings us back, if you add in the regular appropriations of $270 million or so, to just over $900 million over the next 18 months. We're back to where we were about five years ago. So yes, there's a big investment, dedicated technology funds, but it really just brings us back to what we had in the past. So what you're saying is we had a baseline five years ago. Uh, Most of our school systems were spending at that baseline. Hence, when that was cut, so were their technology projects. And so we're probably not even up to speed where we we need to be, something like the consumer price index and school funding. Yeah, sometimes we think that, uh, you know, Santa Claus dropped a lot of money down the chimney for ARRA, and it's true, it's bringing us back to where we were, but name any other industry sector that's spending what they are on technology what they were five years ago. So there's some challenges. There are other areas of ARRA which may be of interest to those in addition to a sort of the dedicated funding. There is some other dedicated programs in other federal agencies that schools should be watching. Uh, under the Department of Commerce is probably the, the most important program, the BTOPS program. Listeners may remember back a decade ago, there was the Technology Opportunities Program under the Department of Commerce. They've taken that program, which has not been funded in recent years, renamed it Broadband. And the rules and regs aren't yet out on that, but that is a big program that schools should be looking at if they want to upgrade their broadband. If you're a rural area, a rural school, uh, you also should be looking over in the Department of Agriculture under the Rural Utilities Program. The Distance Learning Telemedicine Grant Program has been also significantly increased. $7 billion a year is uh, over this next year and a half is going into broadband. So those are some other opportunities. And, and then within the Department of Education, there's also the race to the top, which you're probably talking about under other programs. But education leaders should be watching that. There's an innovation fund that school districts can directly apply for. You know, I think the real opportunity for technology is to not just look at the dedicated funds, but to work with the folks in special ed or Title I or really think horizontally, how do we enable 21st century learning? And that means working with your colleagues across the district 
And I think that um, chief financial officers, budget officers, are going to be very interested in thinking about new and, and innovative ways to really redo what we're doing now better and more efficiently. How would you give advice to our listeners relative to the education leaders, and I'm, I'm speaking especially of those in charge of technology and budgeting, in terms of using the economic crisis to their benefit? I know ASBO International has said that it is certainly a bad time, but we need to take advantage of the opportunity because we probably will never have that same chance again. Yeah, and I, th- I think you're right on target, and that's certainly where COSIN is. I think everyone in Washington has been listening to uh, the new bumper sticker, which is a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And this really is the time to do some things that maybe you have had a challenge doing in the past. Certainly, it, it involves prioritizing and thinking strategically. And for technology leaders, that means of focusing on value. I think too often we've talked about the technology. Uh, We need to make sure that it's aligned to the strategic mission of the school district. And that historically, or the purpose of of schools and school districts is to, to do learning. And so we really have to show that technology is helping towards the educational mission. And we've been doing some interesting work. We've worked with ASBO for many years on sort of our total cost of ownership initiative, which looks at the cost side. But we also, you know, sometimes when you're doing new things, it is going to cost more. But if you're getting more value, what in the private sector is called return on investment, that's what we want to look at. And, you know, the interesting thing is that a lot of the educational value is intangible. And so a lot of educators tend to say, well, you know, we can't really measure that. But we actually think that there's a lot of innovative work around taking intangible benefits, let's say, you know, engaging kids or creating 21st century learning, and that you can come up with metrics to measure that. And if you don't, then a year or two later, technology programs are in fact cut because you can't demonstrate that you've done what you said you were going to do. Right. Now, typically, and I I guess I say typically, but not typically nationwide, the first thing that school districts tend to cut in, in times of fiscal problems are things such as professional development, the travel, um, maintenance on school buildings, and technology. And, and so knowing that and knowing where we've been and where we're coming, could you give our listeners some examples of some smart technology investments? Yeah, and, and I think you're absolutely right. And in fact, when uh, superintendents were surveyed last fall, They indicated the exact sort of things that you were talking about, and particularly deferring equipment and probably technical support. And that's a real challenge because, you know, you can't keep investing in technology for learning and not provide the technical support and the professional development in order to use it. It just doesn't get done. But your specific question is a great one, which is I think there are short-term tactics, some of which make a lot of sense. You know, it could be everything from you know, looking at your warranties that you're paying for equipment, looking at your disaster recovery plans. Maybe you can share some storage uh, as a backup with a nearby school district. Uh, Maybe you can look at uh, open technology initiatives. We've put through sort of a toolkit called Mastering the Moment, which looks at some of those short-term sort of efficiencies you know, everything from uh, optimizing printers. Uh, you know, one of the surprising things we found is that people have no idea how much they spend on printing. Uh, but there are longer-term investments, too, that are worth the investment 
at this moment, even in times of economic crisis. One great example, and it helps us move towards a more green network, and that's a growing societal concern, um, that is looking at your energy consumption. The typical server runs at about 10 to 12% of capacity. When you have a lot of servers, you're running a lot of energy that's not needed. So a lot of school districts and organizations in general are moving towards virtualization. That's a great way to, to lower your carbon output. And you may actually save some resources. Now, one of the tips that we're telling for technology leaders is go in and sit down with your chief financial officer and identify some of the projects that really make an, an impact on learning for the classroom. And then when, when you're told there's no resources for it, say, you know, I think we could save some money on things like virtualization. And, you know, here's half of it for lowering the budget deficit. And here's the other half to do some of the important things to really improve learning for kids. You know, another uh, good investment would be a lot of school districts own a lot of technology assets, yet they often can't tell you where those computers are or printers or whatever the devices are, or if they're still, you know, working or whatever. So getting actually an IT system for asset management is another logical area that it just helps improve, you know, and is a great kind of one-time use of funds. And on the the user end, there's all kinds of productivity tools. Increasingly, uh, with Web 2.0, we see really exciting tools, many of which are free, that if they can be deployed to your staff, you know, may eliminate some of the things that you've been paying for or, or haven't been able to offer in the past. Um, how does a school business official or a technology officer talk about the value of technology when their projects are directly opposed to other projects in a school system. What kind of strategic advice could you give us in terms of moving those types of things forward? I think that, first of all, you have to work as a team. And we have too many silos in K-12. And what we encourage our, the chief technology officer to see their job as is to work horizontal and to really reach out to the folks in curriculum or special ed or professional development and say, you know, what are the really big things you're trying to accomplish? As we already pointed out, those are the departments that, under the economic stimulus, have the majority of the budget, and they have for a number of years. So it's really important that you get some common agreement on what you're trying to accomplish, saying, you know, what's the best way that we can provide content to our kids? The average school district is spending a huge amount of money on textbooks. Is that the best way to deliver content for today's kid? You know, is there a way to spend our money differently and achieve more with it? Those are the kind of things that the partnership between the chief financial officer and the chief technology officer, I think, are really, they're really important to getting to a more engaging 21st century school district. Keith, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, I would invite our listeners to go to uh, ASBO's website at www.asbointl.org and Cosin's website because we have a host of information out there on technology and era and uh, ASBO International Annual Meeting and Exhibits October 23rd where a huge part of the conference is going to be dealing with the economic stimulus package, era funds and some great ways to uh, spend the dollars as well as keeping all of ourselves out of jail when it comes to accountability so Keith, thank you so very much you've been listening to ASBO Radio I'm John Musso, thank you for listening This program is produced by Jack Street 
Geek Media as part of the Affiliate Nanocasting Network. Thanks for listening.